Long ago, whilst the majority of musical offerings were confined to their stereotypical patterns, the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, interlude, chorus, finish, a select few elite musicians were making patterns of their own. Removing the limitations of the mainstream conventions, these audio artisans were certainly making progress. If nothing else, they were progressive. In short, this is the lost art. Oh, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Progzilla Radio, making progressive rock cooler than the other side of the pillow. Like us, follow us, stalk us at MMH Radio. This is Shelby Logan Warren from Kairos, and you're listening to The Lost Art with Steve and Lou.
How's it going, you wonderful people? Welcome once again to The Lost Art with me, Steve Gould, here on MMH, the home of rock radio and also Progzilla Radio, streaming prog across the interweb 24-7. How lucky are you? Because I truly believe that prog is definitely living its best life at the moment. If you look at the outpouring of new music over the last 12 months alone, in a very healthy state and this year already we've seen some incredible releases and we've got yet more new stuff lined up for you today it's the 4th of february a whole new month which means a whole new band of the month but just to give you advance notice our lady has decided to devote the entire middle section of the show to the mighty Spock's beard because they are very much in the news at the moment having just completed a very successful tour of the UK every single date they played was incredibly well attended went down a storm we were there on Tuesday evening me my good lady and our dear friend Mark Grokert and I'd like to say at this moment in time a huge thank you to Mark for driving all the way there and back. Because on the way back it was a hell of a journey. Hindered by the usual diversions on the motorway. Wonderful stuff. But well worth every single second. It was an incredible evening indeed. It was held on what is basically a disused Russian vessel. Which is permanently moored in Bristol Docklands. It's called Thekla, T-H-E-K-L-A. So in all the years I've been going to gigs, it was the very first time I've been to a gig on a boat. Not quite cruise to the edge, but a very interesting experience indeed. And obviously the stage was okay, not huge. I think that band need a big stage, so I felt in some respects they were a bit hindered. But they still put on an incredible evening of music. We got to speak to Dave Meros and Ted Leonard in their changing room, and I've got that lined up for you a little bit later, and obviously a whole middle section devoted to the band. And you'll have to wait to find out what the band of the month is, won't you? But meanwhile, we kicked off with a brand new track from UK band Kairos, off their brand new album Mannequin, which came out literally two days ago. And that was the end in mind. And I have to say, well, they've produced yet another classic album. That band just go from strength to strength. I've been following them since they were synesthesia. But good to see that band back with yet another superb album. You so need to check it out. It's superb. We really do need to help promote and support the younger prog bands like Kairos, District 97, Thank You Scientist and so on. They are the next generation. So check out the album Mannequin, literally came out two days ago. We stayed in the UK for this next track. And it comes from Fabric of Reality Project, which is very much the brainchild of one man, Rick Lamb, who is somewhat of a musical genius because he sings, plays keys, synths, drums, guitars, bass, the whole shooting match going on. There are guests on the album, including Miron from Rain. 
and he's based in Redditch, so I have to support a local guy, do I not? Like I say, the project's called Fabric of Reality Project, the album's called Carpe Diem, and it was released on New Year's Eve, can you believe? So I'm a bit late to the show with this, it's a double album, there's two tracks on there well in excess of 20 minutes, so maybe a future epic. I've got the title track lined up for you today. But I think before we play that, I think it's only fair that we give Rick one of these. There are off been some clever bastards. There are been some clever bastards.
We are truly blessed indeed, are we not, in the UK, with some incredibly talented and gifted musicians. And I think Rick Lamb most definitely qualifies. Off the latest album, Carpe Diem, that was the title track. Worth £7 of anyone's money. A double album for £7, available on Bandcamp. Check it out immediately. You will not regret it. Well, we're staying in the UK. Well, actually, Scotland, to be specific, for this next track. Because the latest EP from Ebb came out the day after Rick's album. January the 1st, 2024. It was one of the first releases of a whole new year. It's called The Management of Consequences. And I've got a track lined up for you today called Silent Saviour. It's only three tracks. And you may recall that we had the band at Fusion last year. And they went down an absolute storm. And they've gone on to gather an incredible following and support. So much so that they were voted best band in the upcoming band category in the Prog Magazine Readers Poll. So massive congratulations to that particular band indeed. So deserved, really is. I'm just glad we were able to help bring that off. And at this point, I'd also like to say massive, massive thank you to everyone who voted for me in the Unsung Hero category. I actually came fourth. Humbled beyond belief, guys. Thank you all so much for your vote. I can't tell you how much it means. The one thing it does mean is that I must be doing something right. And this year's festival is going to the next level, I can assure you. It really is. So if you haven't bought a ticket, get one immediately. Oh, anyway, this is Ebb.
is now the second largest search engine in the world with over 3 billion searches a month. So if your band doesn't have a music video or if your business doesn't have a professional intro, then you're missing out. At InLife, we have all the skills and equipment you need to make a stunning video and stand out from the crowd. From in-house green screens and post-production effects to on-site filming with high-grade cameras and all at an affordable price. Visit inlife.co.uk and get in touch today to see how we can shape your vision. Remember, video killed the radio star. Wait, what? Inlife.co.uk So good you want to listen over and over and over and over again? Listen at mmhradio.co.uk Welcome to Progzilla Radio. We play epic tracks and sidelong songs. And we're not afraid of magma. Before the break, Scottish band Ebb off their latest EP, The Management of Consequences. That was Silent Saviour. That band are destined for bigger things. They really are totally going places. Looking forward to having them back at Fusion next year. Oh, yes. Anyway, I think it's time for Band of the Month, don't you? And it's a band I've not had as Band of the Month before. I think I'm quite safe in saying that. Agents of Mercy. It was a project set up by Reiner Stolt from the Flower Kings, along with Jonas Reingold, again from the Flower Kings, and Nad Sylvan, who you may be familiar with, who sings with Steve Hackett now. So you will... No doubt recognise his dulcet tones on this next track. They only actually made three studio albums. And we're going to go back to 2011 for their last studio album, The Black Forest, for this next track. This is Citadel.
Let's face it, you wouldn't expect anything other than total class and quality from that particular band. Wonderful stuff. 
and they'll be joining us for the next few weeks because they're our current Band of the Month, Agents of Mercy. Hope you enjoyed that. Right, well, we're off to the new stuff again now, and it's another band I've not played before. So get your wallets out. Get your wallets out. They're called Scretus. S-C-R-E-E-T-U-S. Scretus. And they hail from Bangalore in India. Their latest album, Into the Ether, came out on January the 19th. And I know you're going to absolutely love this track. It's the first track of the album. It's called Slipstream.
Absolutely awesome to have an Indian prog band on the show, bringing some much-needed raucousness. Screetus off their latest album, Into the Ether, and that was Slipstream. Because I think it's very safe to say that Rita has left the building. So you'll be pleased to know that the raucous level will be zero in the middle section. Because, as I mentioned earlier, she's decided to devote the entire middle section to the beard. Mm. But we've still got time to fit two more tracks in between now and that fated hour. (laughs) So we're bringing things a little bit closer to home for this next track. Sweden, to be precise. For a band yet again that I've not played before. A Secret River. Okay? A Secret River. River. Their latest album, Mirror Universe, came out on January the 12th, and the track I've got lined up for you today is Moments.
Hope you enjoyed that. From Sweden, A Secret River, off their latest album, Mirror Universe. And that was Moments. Oh, yes. Right, well, if you've been following prog for as long as I have, which is over 50 years, you tend to accept the fact that a lot of prog albums feature tracks that are in excess of three minutes, which is the standard length for a single these days. And in fact, we've had tracks in excess of 20 minutes and more. Well, we're going to finish this part of the show with a track coming in at 2 minutes 9 seconds. Because if you can do or say what you want to do or say in 2 minutes 9 seconds, then why not? I'm all in favour of that. So although I like the long tracks as much as anybody, sometimes... Less is more. And this comes from a band I've not played before again. They're called Plantoid. Plantoid. They hail from Brighton in UK. And their latest album, Terrapath, came out two days ago on February the 2nd. Same day as the Kairos album. It's predominantly instrumental. And I think this next track basically sums up the band. Having listened to the album, you have to pick a track that's representative of what they're trying to achieve. And I think this short track called GY Drift basically says it all. It's totally instrumental and they pack so much in to 2 minutes 9 seconds. There's some incredible guitar work, I'm sure you'll agree when you hear it. So for the very first time on The Lost Art... From Brighton in the UK, this is Plantoid with G.Y. Drift off their latest album, Terrapuff. And I'll catch you lot on the other side when our lady will be joining us with yet another alter ego.
Tune in 6pm to 8pm GMT for Pedal to the Metal with Mark Parker bringing you his lucky dip bag of rock to MMH. You never know what you're going to get. Only on MMH, the home of rock radio. Tune in to Losing It with Luscious. That's me, Jesse Luscious, spinning the best of punk rock and oh, so much more. Every Monday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Only on MMH, the home of rock radio. This is the UK's progressive rock station, Crogzilla Radio. Ten years on the air, and we're just getting started. MMH, the home of rock radio. All right, this is Ted Leonard from Spock's Beard, and you are listening to The Lost Art with Stephen Liu. What makes a dream? So very different from any other dream Where is that straight line That I can hold up to the light And say no, this is not right This does not stand up In the light Stand back and watch as time passes. 
last, melted the glass, looking straight into the light. Got no steeple, got no time for you people. I live the life of the shadow, the only chance that I have now is there in the light. So they had a 
party. So they had a party.
Okay, folks, welcome back. Welcome to the middle section. We finished the first part of the show with a track from Brighton-based band Plantoid off their latest album, Terrapath. That was G.Y. Drift. And as I said at the time, sometimes less is more. Because I think, considering it was only 2 minutes 9 seconds, they packed a lot in and the guitar work was absolutely outstanding. So, check it out when you get the chance. But after the break, what did we come back with? We started this part of the show with the very first track of the very first Spock's Beard album, The Light. And that was the title track. And we actually had that as the encore when they played on Tuesday night. What a way to go out. Although it's only... 15 minutes 30 seconds they cram so much into that track it's unbelievable and at this point i'm going to introduce our lady who has picked this part of the show's playlist i have indeed good afternoon everybody and i have picked to dedicate this playlist to spock's beard what a brilliant gig it was tuesday night I nearly didn't go because I've got to be at the early hours of the next day for work, but I'm so glad I didn't miss it. I, I had to apply the thumbscrews, guys. I, <laughs> I would have kicked myself, really. I said, you can't miss the beard. You cannot miss the beard. No, they, oh. they were absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. And it went too quick. It That's did. always a good sign of a gig. Yeah. When it goes too quick. I was saying earlier, though, I think the stage... I mean, the stage is what it was, but they so deserve a bigger stage. Oh, band, absolutely. Absolutely. Know. But it was good for what it was. Brilliant. Well, we all wait with bated breath, actually, to find out what you're calling yourself this week, being as you've dedicated the entire middle section to one band. I think I might call myself Spock's Beard Brenda. How about that? Spock's Beard Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, I think we're going to have a potted history of Spock's, aren't we? Starting with the very first track and ended up right at the last album, Noise Floor, aren't we? Yes. Okay, what well, you got lined up next? Well, The Light came out in 95, and the next one, Day for Night, came out in 99. And I'm playing the title track. Good choice.
Follow us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Want airplay? Want your album reviewed? Get in touch. Just search MMH, the home of rock radio. Hear the weather forecast as issued at 12 o'clock Greenwich Meaning Time by the Uganda Meteorological Office. They've been up on the air ministry roof and it's pissing down with rain. That's the end of the weather forecast. Playing the music you love. This is Progzilla. Well, we've had two tracks from the Neil era of Spox. I think we're moving on to the Nick era now, aren't we, dear? We are indeed. And I'm quite curious to see how you handle the name of this track, even (laughs) though we've practised it. (laughs) It's off their 2003 release, Feel Euphoria, and it is Onomatopoeia. Whoa! I'm impressed. Mm. And what is onomatopoeia? Onomatopoeia is the name for a word that sounds like what it is. Oh! Yes, like... Can't beat Google. Like the animal noise, oink. Or woof. <laughs> well done, you've done your research. I'm very impressed. And this was <laughs> the very first album to feature Nick DiVigilio as the lead singer. Much like Genesis after Peter Gabriel left. Mmm, what a coincidence.
Okay, so we've had two tracks from the Neil era. And as the man left after the double album Snow, a concept album, the future of the band was in the balance. And so they went full-on Genesis and brought Nick DeVirgilio to the front, who'd always been the drummer and providing background vocals. He was now the lead vocalist. Mmm... And Feel Euphoria has been released on vinyl very recently, I believe, for the first time. What can I say? But the follow-up album, Octane, for me was a little disappointing because although it was a two-CD set, half the tracks were a bit meh. And I can remember at the time making one good album out of the two. But luckily, fortunately, Our Lady has picked one of the good ones. Of course. Surfing down the avalanche. 
and the album actually came out in 2005. Surfing Down the Avalanche, one of the better tracks from that particular album, Octane. Not one of their best albums, I think it's safe to say. But it has its moments. It has its moments. 
But we're moving on to a much better album now, I believe. Yes, this came out in 2006. It's SB, simply titled. And I'm playing Sometimes They Stay, Sometimes They Go.
All our radio shows can be found on demand. Download our app from Google Play or the Apple App Store. Just search MMH, the home of rock radio. This is the home of rock radio, MMH. Progressive music from your progressive rock station, Progzilla. Before the break, the final part of a trilogy of Spock's Beard tracks featuring none other than Mr. Nick DiVigilio. We've had two from Neil, three from Nick, who's now moved on to Big Big Train, obviously. But then along comes Ted Leonard on the next album. And for me, the band went to the next level. I totally agree. Totally agree. And I love this track so much. And I was so happy that they actually did this Tuesday night. It came out in 2013. It's Brief Nocturnes and Dreamless Sleep. And this is Submerged. Thank you. 
The very first album to feature Ted Leonard as lead vocalist, Brief Nocturnes and Dreamless Sleep. And what a superb piece of work it is. Vast improvement, vast improvement. And the band, for me, just go from strength to strength from that moment on. I agree. And with Jimmy Keegan on drums as well. The next album came out in 2015. It's The Oblivion Particle. And I'm playing Tides of Time. And interestingly enough, Jimmy Keegan actually sings on this album. Is it Bennett Built a Time Machine? Yes. Yeah.
Okay, so we've had two Neil tracks, three Nick tracks, and now two Ted tracks. We have. Mm. And, and, I, and I think, if I'm honest, I prefer the Oblivion Particle out of the three Ted albums. Yes, I agree. It's more consistent. It is. Yeah. It I mean, is. they're all good. They're all excellent. But I just feel Oblivion Particle just edges it slightly. Well, I had them both on the other day. Back to back, and I must admit, I prefer the Oblivion Particle. I do. But the next track comes off the last album, which is Noise Floor. This one came out in 2018, so it's been how long? Well, six years. Six years, yeah. Do the math. Do the maths. So, this is Have We All Gone Crazy Yet? Getting there. Mm. Absolutely getting there. Hope you have enjoyed listening to Spock's Beard in their various forms. Hope you enjoy also the interview. And I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.
what are the dead doing? What, those ones over there? Yes, those ones. Well, what should we do about them? Should we follow them? Follow the dead? Yes, follow the dead. Every Friday, 10 p.m. UK time on mmhradio.co.uk. See what new tunes might be shaking loose. Hey up, good morning, how y'all doing? My name's Shutty, I'm the ex-Baldy Skin Basher of that there television band. The show that you're listening to now, this morning, is called Breakfast with Shutty. <laughs> it's a rock and roll extravaganza with a side order of metal. We're on Monday to Thursday, 7 until 9 in the morning. Only on MMH, the home of rock radio. Enough to make commercial radio turn to drink. MMH, the home of rock radio. Would you stop playing with that radio of yours? I'm trying to get to sleep. When one Mellotron just isn't enough, call in the professionals. Progzilla, proving that prog isn't just for dinosaurs. Hi, this is Dave Maros with Foxbeard, and you are listening to The Lost Art with Steve and Lou. Okay, folks, welcome to the concluding part of the show. I hope you enjoyed the Spocksbeard dedicated middle section, courtesy of Spocksbeard Brenda, or whatever she calls herself this week. But some absolutely superb music from that particular band. Good to see them back on the live scene. Every date they did on the recent tour it went down extremely well. Well attended. Absolutely wonderful. I hope it's inspired them to come back and not leave it as long next time. Because it's been over five years since they've toured. So good to see them back. Anyway, we'll have the interview shortly. But I'd like to give a bit of a preamble before the interview to explain the events of the evening. So you'll have to bear with. We left home around 3.45 and our very dear friend Mark Grokert drove all the way there and back, as I mentioned earlier. And the interview was scheduled for 6.30 with Rio. And so we thought, by leaving at that time, it's only a 90-minute journey from where we live to Bristol. So we thought we were leaving ourselves plenty of time. And we did eventually arrive at the venue. I believe it was just gone quarter to six, 5.45. So there, plenty of time. I was given the name and number of the tour manager to call on arrival, which I did twice, but no answer. But I did eventually find a side door into this old Russian vessel, which is on Bristol docks. So I ventured down into the depths of this vessel and eventually come across the stage area, and there were the band setting up. Rio came over and gave us a big hug. And uh, I said, are you okay for doing the interview then, about 6.30? And he goes, oh, you'd probably be better speaking to these two, Dave and Ted. So I said, okay, fair enough, even though all my notes were geared towards Rio. But whatever, I'll compromise. So they were still setting up, and we sort of ventured into another part of the the ship while they did their sound check. And I think the doors opened at 7, the band were on at 8, and I think it was around, it must have been just gone 7 o'clock, around about ten past, quarter past 7, by the time we eventually got to sit down in the changing room with Dave and Ted and Mike Thorne, the drummer, for the interview. 
At which point I got my Tascam DR05 out to do the recording, what I've been using for many, many years. Switched it on, absolute alarm state kicked in, no smart card fitted. It was at that particular moment that I realised, even though I'd made all the efforts to make sure I'd got batteries, it was at that particular moment that I realised that the micro SD card that the recordings go on to was still at home, plugged into the PC, because I'd downloaded the interview with Dave Foster from the week before and forgot to take it out and put it into the DR05. What a knob. At which point then, Mark said, I've got a micro SD card in my phone. So he went and got his phone, we put the card in, and it wasn't compatible with the Tascam. Oh, my life. Then Dave Meros said, oh, I've got an SD card, and it was the huge one, the big side, not the micro SD. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. Then I thought, well, we're going to have to do it using the phones. And we couldn't get on the internet <laughs> to download a recorder. So I eventually managed to get onto the group Wi-Fi in the ship because you have to sign in. So I got that done, downloaded the recorder, did a quick test, and away we go. <laughs> panic, panic, panic. Anyway, you'll have to excuse the quality of the recording. It's as good as I could get it. I've had to do a bit of editing and faffing about with it to get it up to reasonable standard. I've listened to it a couple of times, and it's not too bad. You can certainly hear what everybody's saying, but... Under the circumstances, I think it was the best we could manage. Without further ado, let's have the interview, aye? Ted Leonard and Dave Meros, downstairs in the depths of an old Russian vessel in Bristol. Okay, guys, I'm backstage at probably the weirdest venue I've ever been to, Thekla in Bristol, which is actually, I believe, an old Russian boat. And I'm with Ted Leonard and Dave Meros from Spock's Beard. How are you doing, guys? Fine. Fantastic. 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 (laughs) So how's the two been so far? It's been really good, you know. I think we didn't really know what to expect because we hadn't been out in a few years. And uh, and, uh, the first three shows of, you know, really good attendance. And the crowd's been great. Apart from last night. No, don't. don't. (laughs) No, but but, yeah, really good crowds and... um, and yeah, good sound and the band's playing well and you know, our our drummer's holding up. He hasn't spontaneously combusted yet. <laughs> Would it be um okay to ask why the tour was cancelled last year? Because you were down to do a tour and appear at HRH Prog in November. Yeah, that that's that show has was kinda kicked down the road a few times. Uh, we were booked and then COVID and then booked again and it didn't work out and then booked again and and uh, finally it was looked like it was going to happen and then it just kind of fell apart which I to be uh, you know diplomatic I shouldn't probably go into the reasons. Okay. okay. It wasn't, but that wasn't our doing, right? The, the final. No, it had nothing had to do with us. The second one when it got pushed down was because not so much COVID, but the. The threat of COVID was was what I think we were worried about most. 
Yeah, it was when tours were getting canceled or delayed because one guy in the crew got it, and so the whole right. thing, you know. Yeah. And we were, I think we we're going to be touring with an opener, so we were talking about, okay, what's the chances one in 15, you know, gets it, and then we're end up quarantined in some hotel for two weeks, so it just didn't make sense. But, but the last one, yeah, it was something else. Okay. Obviously, the last album, Noise Floor, was six years ago. Are there any plans for any new music? Was it six years? Yeah, Man, 2018. I, I thought it was 2019. Oh, wow. 2018. Yeah, I guess. Well, we're a bunch of pathetic losers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have been involved with Pat and Seeking Animals, haven't you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, everybody's got <laughs> 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 This is the new album. Spooky, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Spooky action at a distance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the cover. Is that yeah. the cover? The very visual display and demonstration of the new album cover <laughs> by Ted. Yeah. Although you won't be able to see that. So, yeah, so, so, so is there new music on the horizon? There's been talk of uh, of getting back to it. Um, yeah, after Noise Floor, there was uh, I'm, there wasn't really any plans uh, to do any more recording. We were still going to leave ourselves open to doing more touring and any kind of shows that came up. But um, after having played a few shows, there's been there's been some talk. There's been there's been some post-show drunken talk, <laughs> um, like spurred by me mostly. <laughs> oh, you guys, you should do another album. <laughs> and if you don't want it, fuck you. <laughs> it's been mostly like that, but because there weren't really any tours to support Noise Floor, if I recall. You, you did a couple of dates, you did London and Manchester to support the 25th anniversary of Inside Out with the Flower Kings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but there was never really a full-on tour. That was, a, that, was a, that was a proper tour, yeah. and we just didn't do, we only did two dates in the UK, but we did quite a few in, in mainland. Um, and yeah, and so that was, that was in support, well, it was kind of in support of Noise Floor. I think we ended up only playing like one song from the album. Maybe two. Um, yeah, I, um, I don't know if there's a diplomatic way to, to answer that. <laughs> Just go for it, Ted. Yeah, there's a bunch of eggshells down here, and we're kind of like trying <laughs> yeah, right. not to break any of them. Um, yeah, I mean, I was. I think I was the only one in the band who actually liked that album by the time we were done with it. That's pretty much. That's that's as honest as I could be about it. So I I thought it was great. And are there any plans to release a live album from this tour? No, no, it would be too much to pull together. Um, you know, we were just really focused on getting getting these dates out and, and doing them well. So, as much as that would be fun, you know, just and you know the venues are smaller venues. Usually, for a, a something live, you want a big, spacious room that where nothing's going to be bleeding into the mics. You know. Um, so it, it wouldn't be really conducive to that. And you need like access to the place for a day to set up. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, it's a big undertaking. Okay, so it was never on the cards to do a live album, even before you started the tour. You know, yeah. you, you didn't sort of think halfway through, oh, these shows are going absolutely great. I think we ought to record one. Yeah. No, I mean, he's recording vid- a lot of video content. So, yeah, we'll have like, little clips on YouTube. YouTube. I don't want to talk about that. Nothing official. Our record label isn't really interested in any more live stuff. We we started doing too much of it, 
and they just became not interested in anymore. I would still, we haven't really done a full length proper live one since I've been in the band. We did the, the, the one, snow live, didn't you? Yeah, yeah well, snow. yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, yeah, that's true. That happened while I was in the band, but it was like, you know, I, I would have liked to, have, at least as a timestamp, just to yeah. um, have had, you know, a couple of the tours on in a proper video. We did the, on the first tour, we did the one on the boat, but then Neil came up and sang two of the songs, so it wasn't really like, you know, it's... It's not all about me, but it's mostly about me. And I, <laughs> it's not all. So I would love to have a, a proper live recording, you know, with this band. So, but we didn't work that out for this one. Okay. And coming back to you, good self, uh, Enchant, what's happening on that front? Oh, no comment. No. <laughs> yeah, we're just asking all the questions. Know. Oh, no, no, <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. That's it. No, yeah, it's just they, you know, they're all um, wrapped up in in their own thing, and nobody's really. Uh, it's it's it really usually falls upon Doug to uh, to get it done, and uh, and he's just busy with his own life and just making a living, working for a living, living for a working. So yeah, I just I haven't really heard anything. I there was some banter going on, you know, in an email thread a couple weeks ago, and uh, when they realized it was the 30th anniversary of Inside Out, we were around for the for the beginning of Inside Out. One of the first bands he signed, um, and so it would have been cool to have done something this year, but but yeah. Nobody's really. So that was a great divide. It was about was it fourteen years between that tug of war. Dave and I and Jimmy, you know, have been super busy with PSA because um, we're constantly recording. We've got four albums out. Four albums. Four years. Yeah. We've got a fifth one already in the works. Some a lot of material already written. They're going in to start recording drums on it. So I've got stuff that I need to do when I as soon as I get back to get them um, to, to get a live video out for like a playthrough video. So yeah, we're we're super busy with that, and um, between that and the and the like I said, the drunken talks we've had about <laughs> making another recording, I think that that should keep us busy for the next couple of years. Couple of years, couple of weeks. Are there any plans to do any tours with PSI? That's a hard airplane <clears throat> to get up in the air. You know, it's a lot of a lot of logistics, and it's kind of expensive. You know, touring in general is really expensive now. And we have the added financial burden of a couple uh, hired guns, you know, hired musicians. Right. Unlike band members, you know, if we don't do well with sales, we just all kind of take it on the chin. Whereas Mike is going to get paid what Mike gets paid no matter what. And, uh, and so when you have two mics in the band, then we have to pay. We have to make sure that they have, you know, a guaranteed... So it's, but it's not just that. I mean, they, as you can see, I mean, as you probably know, I mean, the cost of travel and the cost of buses and everything has gone through the roof. And so, like, we're Still not even four hundred bucks, right? Huh? <laughs> 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 <And> free beer. <laughs> and a punch in the mouth because I like you. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're not even on a bus this time. I don't know if you saw what was outside. It was just we're just 
in hotels and, and driving in a van, all six of us. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, buses have gone, they've doubled in price in, in the last couple of years. Really? So, like two, two grand a day, 2,000 pounds a day. Jeez. No way. Yeah. So, with, with PSA, I mean, we would definitely have to um, couple up with someone else who's either got at least equal appeal, you know, um, to be able to even, to be able to fill rooms enough to make it work so there's been talk there's been talk about it and we're doing some uh we're gonna be on the cruise next year and we're gonna we're talking about some festival that's yeah might well i probably shouldn't mention it a really cool festival in italy might do that and then if that happens everyone knows what i'm saying probably if they're yeah there's only one cool festival in italy so now we know but um if we do that i'm sure we would try to line up some other dates. I'm not sure whether those would include the UK, but... Did you do Cruise to the Edge last year? Yeah. Yeah. And we did, um, right before that, we did Prague, which Prague one was that? Stock? It's Prague Fest Stock. Prague the one in New Jersey? Prague Prague Stock. Stock. Yeah. Yeah. Prague Stock. Prague Stock, I think. We should know. I know. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those. It's the one in New Jersey. And we did that, and that was that was great. Um, we have some live footage from that, which is out there um, on the inner Google now. Because four albums in literally the same amount of years, ain't it? Really, you guys have been quite active on the PSA front. John writes yeah. constantly. He writes every day. I think this, you know, it's it's uh, this band was John's brainchild, and it was really um, kind of his vehicle. I think he's. I think he's worried about his own mortality, so he just writes five songs a day. Or <laughs> he's just got to get his legacy out there now. But uh, so yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of material already for the next one, and so yeah, and it's uh, it's sounding really cool. It's it's good stuff. The uh, yeah, I mean, let's see, we probably shouldn't turn this into a PSA. Yeah, I know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have got involved with so many different projects. It's inevitable that it's going to come. And we all have to be tight-lipped about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but a few beers won't yeah. loosen. I know. Tequila for me. That's the truth, the truth serum. Why don't we have tequila? I know. We have vodka. Even though this is pretty good with the single malt scotch, though. I don't see any tonight. Yeah, yeah. We have last night's wine that somebody drink half of that's really I hope it's wine I don't know well could be anything is there anything on this tour that's blown you away while you've been out and about oh wow look at that one on this tour Mike's drum solos every night are pretty because uh, Rio was quite impressed with the fish and chips last night together yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, the first time he's had it I just like yeah I, I haven't the food hasn't been great for me, because I don't eat at night, you know, right before the show, I can't, um, I just get, I did, I made the mistake of it a couple of nights ago, and I was just like, in a coma. <laughs> um, so I just drink. Yeah, when you're dealing with jet lag and not much sleep and stuff, things put you off really easily. You know, you eat too much, or you didn't get enough sleep or something, and you're up on stage and yeah, you know, we've been doing these kind of a, a couple really bad load-ins where this, you're standing there and it's like my back hurts 
Pirates. Oh, man. Oh, yes. oh, wow. Well, we are. We're not, yeah, we're not. No spring chickens over here. <laughs> we, we did one in Glasgow um, that was four flights of stairs. And I don't know if you've seen Rio's um, last night, but it's when it's in its case, it's huge. And so there's like five guys. We're all, we're all, I mean, everything's sore right now. So the most jaw dropping thing was that that uh, flight of the, the stairs at yeah. Glasgow. <laughs> but the show was great. We had such a good show. And then we, uh, you know, you're coming off the stage with this high, and then you realize, which is even harder so what time did you get away from that that gig I don't know we got to the hotel I think it was around 1 1 or one fifteen or something okay. and the hotel was close to the venue so it wasn't too bad it was on right. the top floor <laughs> and the lift had broke down there's been a couple hotels that, that didn't or there's one that didn't have an elevator too yeah. and we're like fuck stairs again <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, once again, that was like fourth floor rooms or something. Oh, oh. Like, come on, we're too old. So you got your ten thousand steps in that day. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. Probably twenty thousand. Yeah. We don't really have a crew. I mean, we have one guy, just Rio's son, helping us, and then whoever you know, and the the of course the, our tour manager is helping quite a bit. And so there's really three guys, I guess, for load in that are helping. But we're doing most, you know, a lot of the heavy lifting. So. When you've come over, like, do you have to really consider that, you know, with, with flying, uh, what equipment you bring with you? Because so we, we, we're putting a festival on, our fifth one this year, and we've got a band coming from Italy, and we've got to provide every single instrument. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't, we don't like, none of the amps are our amps. It's all rented. The only thing that uh, we usually bring are pedals and, you know, pedal boards and um, so, guitars. Yeah, and the guitars themselves. Uh, and in Rio's case, like none of those keyboards are his. Those are all rented, including the Leslie and everything. But everything you see on the floor comes with him. So it's quite a bit of stuff, actually. Wow. Yeah, we have a whole suitcase full of gear, and you just kind of try to stick a few pieces of clothing in there in the blank spots. <laughs> you open, you know, your suitcase, and it's all like wires and stuff. <laughs> I was able to fit my whole pedal board and it. all of my clothes in the one suitcase. <laughs> And I carried my guitar on. Um, so when you're in your underpants, <laughs> when you're yeah, no, I put all the underpants and stuff in, there. in the underpants. Oh wow! It yeah. keeps it nice and this keeps it stretched cozy. out. Make sure there's <laughs> enough room. Are those wires in your underpants, or are you just pleased to see me? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know my suitcase got got delayed. And normally you get it the next day, or you get it later in the day, or something. And I didn't get it for four days. Oh, and so that was my pedal board and my synth bass rig, and all of it was in there. Hey, um, speaking of Sage, and we had rehearsals before, so we had to do all of the rehearsals. But it showed up on the night before the first gig, so I had it, but I didn't get to rehearse with it and tweak it and do all the little stuff. But I, at least I had it for the first gig. But I didn't have any clothes or, you know, I just went to the convenience store and bought toiletries, you know, wearing the same shirt for four days in a row. Oh, my gosh. So you had your own space on stage then? Yeah, no, but no, he was, he hand-washed his, his, yeah. uh, bathtub laundry. Yeah. 
That's better than I would have done. I'd just been like, yeah, this is me. <laughs> Smell it and like Just it. turn inside out. Eh? <laughs> What's that? Just turn inside out. Eh? Yeah, that's right. See, that's the glamorous touring life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's been, you know, it's a definitely, we're on a, um, a shoestring budget, so it's, um, but, you know, it's, it's actually... It's been good. I mean, the shows have been really good. Yeah. We're all, you know, our health is good. And most of the spirits, <coughs> for the most part, are pretty good. <laughs> well, um, I think we've been waiting so long for you guys to come over. You know, I think that's that's helped a great deal. Well, we've had really good shows every time so far. I hope I'm not jinxing it. But, you know, the band is, is rehearsed and everyone's in a very positive mood. And, the audiences have been real supportive and you know for that two hours a day it's, everything's good because after you finish the UK are you going to a festival in Europe aren't you? in yeah, Netherlands yeah, yeah. This, that's the, the last show is just uh, one trip over to the Netherlands playing through all different rented equipment hopefully that works out wow yeah. that, these gigs stop and then the other one is completely separate yeah Festival gigs are always weird too. Those are oh, such a big question mark because you just well you know because you put one on before, but I mean the changeover. And sometimes you just get up there and nothing's working right. And so he got to go. You just got to start. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're starting intro music now, whether you're ready or not. We've <laughs> <laughs> had so many situations like that. And well, when we played the um, Prague stock. Yeah or whatever it is, <laughs> with PSA. Um, there was a few bands that, that took super long sound checks right before us, and uh, the ones, the one directly before us took so long, we were scheduled to be on stage at midnight, we got on stage at like 1.45 or something oh like that. Nobody wanted to hear music at that point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, including us. Yeah. <laughs> the, crew, the crew was pissed off. The entire staff of the place were just annoyed to distraction. I mean, they didn't want us to play. They didn't just let's get this night over with and and here we are. Can I get a little bit more of something in my monitor? <laughs> like, oh, gee, he wants his voice in his monitor. <laughs> yeah, but the the band I. I I blamed the band directly before us, and they, there was like 20 people in that band. Oh no! And uh, it was ridiculous, man. And they, they, they were anyway. We're not bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the, it was a Sunday night, and all the audience waited for us a long time, but then they started filtering out before we even played. By the time we played, it was like 50 people, and it was a pretty—I don't know—it was probably more than that, but it was. It, it felt like 50 people. <laughs> and so you get to the end of the song, it's like... Woo! Yeah. <laughs> 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 the golf <laughs> And how long have you been going? How long have you been going on? Since like midday. Yeah, we'll be going for... That was the... We were the last act of the weekend. I believe, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. That was... They've been going, going on since Friday evening. You know, people have been there, and a lot of people probably were planning on leaving Sunday night anyway, but then, you know, we went so late that, yeah, we had, like, a very meager crowd to play to. But it was still, oh, wow. it was still fun to play with those guys. Right? A bit like Jimi Hendrix at uh, Woodstock. Yeah. I think it was, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, he went yeah. on stage, wasn't right. it? Well, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, Hendrix played at, like, <laughs> 10 a.m. because it had gone all night. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Someone the was playing when the sun came up, right? Yeah. It was like, yeah, that's that's brutal. Excellent. Guys, it's been yeah, absolutely it wonderful speaking to you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. All, have a good gig tonight. Was have that okay? Festival. Did we just ramble like... Yeah, well, that's fine. I like that. I like that. Even edited down. Yeah. So there you go. To say it was an entertaining evening was an understatement because we had a fabulous time with the guys and then obviously we had the gig and it was just on another level. So good to see them back. It really is. So I hope you've enjoyed our Spockbeard chat and tunes. Mm. Anyway, to take us closer to the end of this week's show, I've got a track from Kander Craig. Now, you might go, who the hell are Kander Craig? Well, there are the act that are opening for us in, well, just slightly less than four weeks. March the 1st, to be precise. They are the very first act on the Friday night. And they've just released their latest single. So I'd like to play it for you now. This is Kander Craig with Last Transmission. Fifteen billion miles, a chasm of time and space I have crossed Flying blindly into dark You sent me out in hope And I fly Eyes get adjusted to the dark time the things that I have seen with your eyes the past keeps sending messages but the space it rings it sings to
Martin Nichols and Sharon Cannings, a.k.a. Candy Craig, with their latest single, Last Transmission, and they'll be opening for us at Fusion 5 in a matter of weeks. Hope you'll be there to witness it. <laughs> it's shaping up to be one hell of a weekend. It really is. Anyway, more of the new stuff now. More of the new stuff. Plenty of new stuff knocking about at the moment. And we're off over to Poland for this next band. They're called Frau Moro. F-R-A-U-M-A-U-R-O. Frau Moro, which is actually a region on the moon, I believe. Mm. Well, like I said, they hail from Poland. Their latest album, Ether Media 2024. Their fifth album came out on January the 8th and I've got a track lined up for you now called Technology Trap this is Fro Moro
We tailor all our advertising packages to suit your needs. With competitive rates, your advert can hit thousands of listeners. Just search MMH, the home of rock radio. We don't play hits. If progressive music is your thing, Radio Progzilla is your station. From their very latest album, their fifth album, in fact... Ether Media 2024, released on January the 8th. Polish band Frau Moro, and that was Technology Trap. I hope you enjoyed that. Right, well, I'm actually reading Geddy Lee's book at the moment, My Effing Life. And it is, well, so well written and so insightful as to his life and obviously the evolution of the band that it inspired me to play you a Rush track. So we're going back to 1982 for the album Signals, and the very first track off that particular album is Subdivisions.
can't beat a bit of rush, eh? Subdivisions off their 1982 album, Signals. Superb. And if you haven't already read it, hunt down his book, My Effing Life. Definitely worth a read. I do like a good autobiography, eh? And it is extremely well written, very entertaining, very informative, but at times quite upsetting. And if you know the history of Rush, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But definitely worth checking out. Oh, yes. Anyway, to take us to the end of the show, we're going to play out with a track from a German duo called Chocolate Frog. Okay? It's a father and son team called Tim and Rainer Ludwig. Their latest album, On Detour to Shortcut, came out November last year. They wrote all the songs, played all the instruments and recorded it in their home studio. Very, very clever indeed. It's a bit on the manic side, but I think sometimes you need that in your life. We're going to play out with this and we'll catch you guys next week, same time, same channel. (laughs) 